Live from the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. Every moment counts. In the middle of the night, I get a phone call from my sister and from calling from Karachi, Pakistan. It's Sean, she says, my 37-year-old brother. He's in the hospital. He's in the ICU. A couple of days ago, he had an ear infection. And he was like, no big deal. I'm at work. It'll go away. But now the infection had spread throughout his body. And he was going to septic shock. My mind was reeling and racing. How could this be? He's only 37. The last time I saw him was in the summer at our beach house on the Arabian Sea. He was fishing with his kids, barbecuing chicken drumsticks, his favorite thing. And here he is in the hospital, in the ICU. My sister's voice is on the line, and she's saying to me, Sabina, get on the first plane and come now. We knew it was serious, so my husband and I started our 14,000-mile journey from Portland to Seattle, Seattle to Dubai, and Dubai to Karachi. And all the while, I'm getting text message updates on my brother Sean's condition. I was praying for a miracle because one by one, each of his organs was shutting down like a massive blackout. And we were power powerless to stop it. I was actually sitting on the plane, the 14-hour journey from Seattle to Dubai, when my sister's text came through. And it said, Sean's heart has stopped. And in that moment, all I could do was look at my phone and look at his face, a photograph from that summer, and tears were running down. And I was crying silently in a plane with 300 strangers all around me. I got off that plane in a wheelchair and waited for my next flight to Karachi, knowing that he had gone from my life. He died that morning at 7 a.m. on November 17, 2016, a year ago. My flight flew in at noon into Karachi, and his body was being prepared at the morgue. Because in the Muslim culture, the burial must happen before sundown. And I was so thankful that I was able to make it in time to see at least his body. And they brought his, him to the house, and I was able to see his face one last time. And then he was wrapped in a shroud and lowered into the ground and covered with rose petals. He was 37. 
I spent the next couple of days with my family, and then I got on a plane, and I went back to my life here in Portland. And I was in shell shock. Not many people knew about my brother. They didn't even know what had happened. And I kept my grief bottled up. I really didn't give myself permission to share with even my close friends. Valentine's Day came and went, his wife's birthday, his two kids' birthdays, and then his birthday, all without him. And it's been a really hard year. But you know what? My memories of him, my earliest memories of him, are so joyful. Even when he was a little kid, he used to love playing follow the leader. He used to come on all fours, even he couldn't crawl, he was just crawling behind all of us. Me, the eldest, followed by my sister, and then him. He was a sensitive child, and he was a builder, a creative builder. He spent hours building these huge, imaginative landscapes. <clears throat> He was only 12 when I left to come here to the US to go to college, and I was his big sister, and I always told him what to do, and how to do it, and when to do it. <laughs> when I left, I didn't realize that he was growing into this rebellious teenager in Karachi, hanging out with the wrong crowd, partying to excess, not listening to my dad, pushing those buttons. And so my father decided he was going to send him to a very expensive private high school for his senior year to straighten him out. And he's like, Sabina, you need to oversee this. Make sure he's straightened out in one year. I'm like, Dad, okay, I'll figure it out. I was at grad school on the East Coast, so I was like, I'll, I'll keep an eye on him. <clears throat> so Sean, he had his fun. But he was the only son, and in Pakistan, that comes with a lot of privileges, but a lot of obligations. And I don't think that anyone, including myself, ever asked Sean what he wanted to do with his life. It was like it had been written for him. So after his four years of college fun, he went back to Pakistan, to Karachi, to take up his responsibilities. Taking, running the family business, which was the school that my mother started, taking care of my aging parents, being the provider for his wife and two children. He was still a builder. He loved building buildings. Built a school, built the beach house, built his own beautiful house. Um, and he was involved with so many things. He was really well respected. So this partier that I knew had grown up into this really responsible workaholic. He had built his life in Karachi and I in America. And during this time, we really didn't take that time out to connect long distance over the phone. Life was stressful and busy for both of us. But every summer, I made a point to fly back 14,000 miles to spend summers 
for a couple of weeks with my family and with him. And I remember the last fun time we spent together like it was yesterday. It was a warm summer night on the Arabian Sea. And we were on this little fisherman boat and it felt like it was just the two of us. The water was kind of waving and rocking the boat and there was a wind blowing through my hair. And if you looked out on the shoreline, you could see the city lights of Karachi shimmering. And if you looked up at the horizon, it was a deep, dark, inky night. And it was so peaceful. And in that moment, I let go of my big sister role. And it was just like I was hanging out with an old, close friend. It was wonderful. I thought I had my whole life ahead of me to get to know Sean as an adult, but it was cut short. And there were so many unanswered questions, so many missed moments. This Christmas, I'm gonna get to spend it with Sean's two children. His nine-year-old son, Mikhail, who loves soccer, and his six-year-old daughter, Anya, who loves makeup. <laughs> I know. And we're gonna do Christmas in Washington, D.C. all together. We're flying in and meeting there. And I'm really gonna take the time to get to know them as they're growing up. Because every moment does count. And I want to get to know them and my family as deeply as I can, the way I wish I had known my maybe brother, Sean. <laughs>